Welcome to Realoran International Ministries Incorporated with Anne Elizabeth, where real people meet a real God. Welcome to Realoran. I'm so glad that you're back for our lesson on the rapture, the great catching away of the saints, the holy ones, the pure and obedient Christians that have uh, sanctified their their bodies uh, through the blood of Jesus, uh, the washing of the uh, the mind with the word of God, and have surrendered to the work of the Spirit of God. So we want to make sure uh, to be ready to always meet the Lord. You know, no matter what uh, the state or condition of the earth is, uh, whatever season we're in, uh, we always want to be ready to go up to our inheritance, whether that is on the day that we die or the day that the catching away comes where uh, Christians all over the earth will disappear. They will vanish from the face of the earth and all of the news and the media will be looking for these people and they will find themselves looking in the word of God and they will see where it's written that the Christ came and he took away his bride and then begins the tribulation period where all hell breaks loose by God's hand. Many people will come to Christ in that time period, but I wouldn't want to be left behind. So I would get in to the Christian zone of the pure and the obedient. You know, when you, when you look at this, uh, it, it just shows clearly, you know, we're all born on the, over here in the world. And if we don't come to Christ and say humbly, you know, Lord, I've sinned against you and I've sinned against everybody I've ever known and I've done things my way. And if we don't come to Christ and get our sins remitted by the blood of Jesus and come across here and uh, become a citizen, a resident of the kingdom of God, surrendering our, surrendering our lives to Christ, doing our due diligence daily in the word of God and surrendering to God and um, living the life he commands. If we park down here in the unclean kingdom in Christ where the foolish virgins live, according to Matthew 25, uh, we will not, you will not go in the rapture. You will be left in the tribulation period. But if you refuse the mark of the beast and uh, 666 on your forehead or the chip in your hand, you will be tortured, but you will arrive in heaven. It's not a pretty time period. Uh, to be in the tribulation. So you want to be ready to meet the Lord, whether you go naturally or if you go in the rapture, which is a future uh, time coming. So, and in the book of Luke 21, uh, beginning in verse 34, Jesus is speaking. He says, And take heed to yourselves, pay attention to your lives, lest at any time your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting and drunkenness and, and cares of this life, and so that day come upon you unawares. So Jesus is telling us as Christians to live uh, a life of intelligence and not to be washed away uh, with the world and begin to eat and drink as they do and to sin against God as they do and think, oh, you know, the rapture's a long time away. I don't need to worry about it. And I'm young. I won't die. 
you know. Don't be foolish, Jesus is saying. Always be prepared to meet the Lord. You don't want to live a sloppy life and forfeit your soul into the eternal lake of fire. For as a snare shall it come on all them that dwell on the face of the whole earth. Jesus says, watch ye therefore and pray always. Be in communication with God. Prayer is communication with God. It's speaking to God. It's not in a certain religious posture. It's not a religious uh, repetition. It's, hello, God. Here I am. How are you today? It's communication with God. Pray that you may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Because if you're not taken away in the rapture and you're left in the tribulation, it's terrible, terrible news. It's bad news. It's woe. You know, if you're a Bible reader and you do your due diligence as an intelligent Christian, you will see the word woe, W-O-E. Woe to the one. Woe here, woe there. That is bad news. It's not good news to, to be under the woe. You want to be under the love of God and uh, not the wrath of God. Amen. And the tribulation period is where God pours out his wrath upon sin. And everybody's running to and fro. <laughs> Which way do you run? The only safe place to run is to run to the Son of God. And he'll, there'll be Bibles all over the place and teachings such as this on Rialaran to, to go to and to find out what to do. And just very directly, you do not want to bow down and worship the devil and take his mark 666 upon your forehead or the chip in your hands. Because if you do, you'll be damned eternally. And the only way that people will be able to buy and sell in that tribulation period is to have the mark. Okay. You won't be able to buy or sell anything without his mark. And many Christians will say, I, I should have lived a clean life and went in the rapture. But now that I'm here, I want to still go to heaven. So I'm going to refuse the mark and I'm going to obey Christ and go through what I must. But I will arrive in heaven. Amen. So Christ has told us, to watch our lives and to make certain that we're worthy to escape the hell that is coming upon the earth in the tribulation period that occurs after the rapture. In John seventeen twenty four, he states, I in them and thou in me that thou, that they may be made perfect in one and that the world may know that thou has sent me and has loved them as thou has loved me. Christ wants us to be in him, to be an abiding branch within the vine, to be made perfect. Perfect is intelligence and it's, it's wisdom, it's completion, it's, it's the maturity process into the image of Christ where we go from void to now we've done our due diligence. We're not foolish, simple, Idiots, quite frankly, you know, we have taken the step that God has commanded and we ingest the Bible on a daily basis, believe what it says and follow Christ, follow and obey him along life's journey. And so Christ is saying to us, be perfect, be perfect. Well, I can't be perfect. That's not what God said. He said, be perfect. 
as I am perfect. And we may not always get it perfect, but we can say, I'm sorry, Lord, and we can have a perfect track. Because in repentance and saying, God, I messed up, I'm sorry, that's forgiven, and now we're back to perfect. Amen? And so perfect is a place that God is taking all of us to and that he wants us to. Because we're all going to appear before the judgment seat of Christ. All of the Christians will appear before his judgment seat. As stated in 2 Corinthians 5.10, let's read it. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that which he has done whether it be good or bad. And so we know that as Christians, we will stand before his judgment seat. And we know that Christ is holy. There is no, uh, there is no sin or guile in Christ. He's perfect. He's not a respecter of person. He will say it like it is. He will judge accordingly, and he's full of justice. There won't be any sliding rule with Christ. Okay. He doesn't, uh, he doesn't make any exceptions to the rule of righteousness. It's, he, his throne is, the habitation of his throne is righteousness and judgment. And we will face his judgment and we will be rewarded or we will suffer the lack of reward. And you can, you might say, well, I don't care what I get in heaven. I'm in heaven. But there are different degrees of rewards in heaven. And I don't think you want to live eternally without those rewards, you know. So we want to do as Christ has stated, because God wants us to, to inherit all. You know, you always see that in the Bible. He, he wants us to inherit all, not just a piece here and a piece there. And, and we don't need to be foolish and throw away and forfeit all of this great, all of these great things and rewards that God wants to give us. But God makes us earn that. Okay? We don't earn our salvation. The blood of Jesus brought us into the kingdom. But once we're in the kingdom, one of the things you have to do in the kingdom is obey God and resist evil and do what God says. Okay? Or you will never enter into heaven because you did not submit to God. You did not resist the devil. Amen. And so God teaches us and he trains us so that we inherit all. And so we need to follow Jesus according to his word. He is the word dipped in blood, the Bible. Okay. We can see that... um, First uh, Thessalonians 3.13 says, To the end he may establish your heart unblameable. In holiness before God, that is Christ's goal, is to sanctify you completely and to present you to God, a holy and spotless bride. That is the desire of the Son of God. That is why he hung on a cross called Calvary and shed his blood for you, not just to remove your sins, but to transform you into someone that loved righteousness and somebody that followed in his footsteps. Amen. To serve his God, to serve the Father, and to know he's God. Jesus said to love the Father, but to fear God and to fear him that can throw both your body and soul into hell after he has killed you. 
Okay, these are the words of Jesus. And so we, we need to embrace the goodness of God. And we need to be very wise about the severity of God so that we don't lose. Amen? And it has been very clearly written for all humanity in the book of life, the Word of God, the Holy Bible. Genesis to the end of Revelation. We can read in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 9, For God has not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. God, he sowed Christ to reap you forever. Okay? You know, we know that when we want some, we want a tree, we have to plant a seed. And, and when we plant the seed, we get a result. God planted Christ. He sowed Christ for you, for you to come into his kingdom. But that's just the beginning of your walk with Christ. You know, that's the very beginning of your life. You have now become born again. You're an infant in the spirit, just as you were an infant in your mother's arms when you were born, right? You come into Christ, you're born again, you're an infant in the spirit. But God wants you to eat the word of God, wash your mind, do what he's promised, do everything he's commanded, expect his promises, and to grow into maturity, into a full stature, into the image of Christ. And Christ wanted one body in his kingdom called the body of Christ, the believers of God, the family of God, that are in unity because they are, are they're all reading out of the book, the Bible, and they're all believing the book, and they're all doing the book. Amen? And then he's got one body, no denominational walls, just what God wants. Amen? It's a beautiful picture, and we need to start getting there. Amen? We need to travel towards the desires of God and away from the tradition of men and the snares of Satan. Uh, we can see that Second um, Thessalonians chapter 2, 1 through 8, it says, Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering together unto him. He's talking about the rapture. When Jesus comes and he gathers us to him, okay, that you be not soon shaken in mind or be troubled, neither by spirit nor by word, nor by letter as from us, as that the day of Christ is at hand. Let no man deceive you or trick you by any means, for that day shall not come except there come a falling away first. That's a sign of the rapture is soon to come. You know, we don't know the time. Jesus doesn't know the time. Only the Father. And so no matter how, how many times you may say, Lord, when are you coming? When are you coming? He, he can't tell you because he doesn't have the date. Okay. But he, there's signs of it, you know. There's signs that a woman is going to have a baby when you see this big, I guess, watermelon in her stomach. You know, it's like, when is your baby due, right? You know by the sign that the baby is coming. And we can see that God has laid out some signs that will be before the rapture takes place. And one of them is a great falling away. And people that used to walk with the Lord will walk away from the Lord. 
are people that used to believe the Bible and adhere to it and teach it, maybe. Not, they, they're not so sure about it anymore, and they will turn away from it, and they will follow the deceptions of Lucifer, because there's only two sides. There's God, and there's the devil. Only two sides of life and two sides of eternity. And you will go live with the one you followed and obeyed, whether God in glory or Satan in hell. And he will be always on fire in, in hell, as you will also. Or you can be in heaven enjoying your great inheritance. So Christ has told us that there will be a great falling away first. And that man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who opposes and exalts himself above all that is called God, or so that, or that is worshiped, so that he is God, sits in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Remember ye not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things. And now you know that withhold us that he might be revealed in his time. We know that Lucifer will be set up in the throne of Jerusalem when the temple is rebuilt, that there will be a throne there and the devil will sit there and show himself as God and he will be worshipped by the world and he will have a mark that the world has to take. And uh, many demonstrations, he will even do false signs and miracles to deceive the elect, Jesus said, even if that were possible. So Paul has told us in this scripture that before the rapture, we will see a great falling away. And the man of perdition, it says, will be revealed. So the one that opposes and exalts himself. So we can see an end that man of sin be revealed. Okay, and he goes on to uh, explain this, the, the Antichrist, uh, what he will do. He opposes and he exalts himself as God in the place of God. And we know that in the millennial, the second coming of Christ after the tribulation, so there's the rapture, church gone, there's the tribulation, all hell breaks loose, the Antichrist rises, Christians Christians are beheaded or killed. They're taken up to heaven. And then we have the second coming of Christ. The devil is is locked up. And we know during the second coming of Christ, when he comes with the saints, he will sit in the temple of Jerusalem. The Lord will. And then we have the, the Armageddon, the war, where the rebels come against God and God fries them. I don't know how else to say it. But uh, so Paul is telling us that there will be a great falling away before the rapture, before the rapture, and that this 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 son of perdition will be revealed. And so it looks like we're going to know if we if we are here up until that time, if we don't leave first in death. Okay, and we are right at the right before the rapture that. This person will be revealed to us. It's interesting. It's right here. Uh, he says, Remember ye not that when I was yet with you, I told you these things. Paul is speaking. And now you know that withholds that he might be revealed in his time. So God's the one that reveals 
the son of perdition, the devil that will enter a man, and he will be like the Antichrist. It, we know that at the Last Supper, Jesus sat around with his twelve, and we know that the devil came and he entered into the body of Judas. Well, the devil will enter into the body of a man that's given himself over to the devil to be used by the devil, and he will be called the Antichrist. It says, for the mystery of iniquity does already work. Only he who now lets will let until he be taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked be revealed whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. And that's not till later because the devil has time there as the Antichrist during the tribulation period where he gets his one-time shot to be the king. And he is the king and the leader of the rebels against God. And all the people that put their hope and trust in this man will perish in an eternal lake of fire. And in seven trillion years from now, times 70 billion times infinity, you will be on fire in the lake of fire underneath the wrath of God, underneath the people that didn't come to God and have their sins washed away and said, Father, I want to be your son or daughter. And they came in to inherit all these beautiful things. And, and you know, it's just such a fool that would turn from God and not want the things of God. That's the only name that comes to mind is a fool. Um, we can read in 2 Timothy 4.8, Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. We can see where when people are taken in the rapture, they will see the Lord and vanish. And we will meet the Lord in the clouds. And uh, the dead in Christ rise first, and then we go up. And uh, the judgment seat of Christ, where he will give out rewards or lack of them. And Paul is stating that he has a crown laid up called the crown of righteousness. Isn't that wonderful? Do you have a crown laid up? Are you aware of the five crowns that you are here to achieve and that Christ wants to give them to you? So it's, it's all exciting news, isn't, is it not? In Jude uh, chapter 1, verse 24, it reads, Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless, before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. You know, we put our trust in Jesus as Christians. It's like, oh my goodness, you know, this is a lot of stuff to swallow. And there's responsibility on my part. Oh yes, there is. Uh, but God is with us. God has given us himself. He's actually, the Father's here, the Son is here, and the Holy Ghost is here, John 14, 23. You know, we know that God lives in us. Second Corinthians chapter six, sixteen through eighteen. The Holy Ghost is in us. First John four four, and uh, the Son of God, Jesus Christ. Colossians one twenty seven. Jesus Christ in me, the hope of glory, and He gives us the book. 
such an important book, the Bible. And uh, he gives us his spirit, and he applies the blood when he has to wash away sin out of our lives. And we say, Lord, you know, and he washes us. And it's, it's, it's like riding a bicycle. You know, that wheel goes around and around when you ride a bicycle. The blood, the water, and the spirit. The blood, the water, and the spirit. And we ride that tandem with the Lord all the way through our lives into eternal glory. Enjoy your ride. Good night. Rialoran International Ministries Incorporated appreciates all of its faithful covenant partners and wishes each and every one of you a beautiful life with Jesus. Please visit Rialoran today at www.rialoran.org.